You're listening to the Alternative Investor Mastermind, where we do a deep dive on alternative investment opportunities and the lifestyle it can create. Join Jack Krupe as he presents actionable tips and tricks in doing passive real estate away from mainstream strategies. Go beyond the usual fix and flips and try less explored yet rewarding investing ventures from multifamily properties, mobile homes to Bitcoin mining. Do not miss this opportunity to escape traditional assets and finally create wealth without Wall Street. Now your host, Jack. You're listening to Alternative Investor Mastermind, where we do a deep dive on alternative investment opportunities and the lifestyle it can create. Join Jack Krupe as he presents actionable tips and tricks in doing passive real estate away from mainstream strategies. Go beyond the usual fix and flips and try less explored yet rewarding investing ventures, from multifamily properties, mobile homes, to cryptocurrencies. Do not miss this opportunity to escape traditional assets and finally create wealth without Wall Street. Now your host, Jack. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Alternative Investor Mastermind. I'm Jack Krupe, and I have a co-host here, Will Bonatti. How's everybody doing today? We wanted to take this time to talk about why we're launching a, a podcast. Many of you may have been following us through our company, jcaminvestments.com, and we're very active in the real estate and alternative private fund space, syndication deals, and ultimately, We've been masterminding with a lot of our friends, clients, investors for a number of years already. You know, there's a lot of just superior investment opportunities that are not in the mainstream that majority of the country just doesn't really know about. You know, most investors are still traditionally just using stocks and bonds, working through traditional financial systems. And it's just really important for us to be able to share some of this knowledge, help the community become more knowledgeable with alternative investments, which I think is going to be key to taking control of their financial futures. So uh, we're, we're very excited about it. And for this episode, just want to talk about our story and really some of the asset classes that we've been involved in over the last 10, 20 years in, in most cases. and and very, very active the last few years. And you know, over the course of the coming months and years in this podcast, we're going to be highlighting various opportunities in the syndication space. And hopefully you all get to know a little bit more about us personally. And we're going to share what we're doing with our own capital, both personally and our funds capital, what we're reviewing and in diligence on that we may not have invested in yet. And a little bit about just lifestyle as well and some of the perks and benefits that come along with being business owners and at having passive income and wealth without Wall Street. Yeah. So we're super excited and everyone follows along uh, with the journey. Yeah. So. Awesome, Jack. Thanks for sharing. So what can our listeners expect in terms of types of asset classes that we're going to be talking about or alternative assets? Absolutely. So a big part of our focus over the last few years has been multifamily, has been syndications in general, with a big focus on multifamily, large apartment complexes that are too big for mom and pop investors, but too small for the institutional or publicly traded companies. These are typically 100 to 500 unit apartment buildings. Our fund has done over 30 investments into these large complexes. So we're going to do some deep dives onto why the multifamily is one of the, to us, the best investment opportunities still with combination of strong returns and significant tax benefits. Yeah. Mobile home parks are another area 
that we've been aware of and, and watching for a number of years. We expected to do more in our last fund, but just sort of timing and opportunities just didn't fully align, but we love that space. Self-storage is another recession-resistant space. Love the self-storage industry. It's still mm-hmm. a high number of self-storage facilities are still owned by mom and pop investors. And there's a great opportunity to acquire self-storage that you know, is sort of lazily managed, if you will, and run it a little more professionally. And there's a few groups we're involved with that will actually pool together facilities, buy a bunch of them, and then sell them to larger private equity investors. So we'll do a deep dive on storage in the coming weeks. It's a great asset class. Mm-hmm. Industrial and triple net leasing, they somewhat go together. You could be a triple net on various properties, but you know, with the growth of Amazon, with the growth of just more e-commerce, there's a huge demand for industrial and warehouse space, and especially with more onshoring more manufacturing and at least distribution coming back to the US. It's a great asset class, very consistent cash flow. Senior housing, we're involved in a ground up development for a senior housing deal. And you know, even uh, COVID, you know, certain senior housing developers had uh, had some challenges, others did really well. The newer construction we think is a great asset class. There's certainly a need as baby boomers continue to age and uh, yeah. just in this, <clears throat> what are they in this generation. That? The gray wave coming gray wave. <laughs> the gray wave, yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And unlike prior generations, uh, most of the, you know, thus in our 30s to 50s are not as equipped to have our parents live with us as they get older. You know, people don't live in the same area as much anymore. People have moved all over the country for work. And uh, yeah, it's harder to, you know, it's, it's just harder to do. So it's a great need. We're in hotel conversion deals. We're personally, uh, through our fund, we're in a current hotel conversion deal. So we're going to follow along uh, with a hotel that's being converted into multifamily apartments. Condo conversions. We're in a condo conversion now in Cape Coral, Florida. So we're going to do a deeper dive highlight on that in the coming uh, weeks. Distressed debt, the non-performing and re-performing loan space. Uh, both of us have 10 plus years. That's where we met originally in a prior uh, company. And you know, currently we're not as focused on that at the moment just because you know, values have been increasing so much. There's a lot of equity and there's just not as much distress currently. But as the market adapts and, and over time, we're certainly going to talk about the NPL industry. And if we do come into a recession and or there's a lot more distress, we're going to have a ton of knowledge and training on how to capitalize on the NPL market. Yeah, lots of interesting stories in the NPL RPL space that we can share. And like yeah, Jack said, well, you know, we'll be opportunistic with those assets as well. So we've been getting a lot of requests just on our fund side for more fixed income and debt type offerings. So, Will, I know you had a conversation recently with some of your friends and investors. Maybe you could just share real quick uh, just some of the desire for for cash flow from investors yeah. who just can't get it anymore. Yeah. Conversations with friends as well as just personally going through this. You know, there's friends and colleagues that have, you know, a significant amount in, in cash and are looking, you know, they need some sort of liquidity from that. You know, they have shorter time horizons than, you know, the typical syndication deal, which is, you know, three to five years. They're looking more on a one, you know, two years or less. And there's not a lot of options that have yield out there for those timeframes. 
and it's really frustrating, right? Particularly right now, because, you know, inflation is at an all time high. So if you got money in a savings account, you're absolutely getting crushed. But the alternatives are the liquid options, you know, money market accounts or municipal bond funds or short term bond funds, like yields on those are horrible. And everyone knows that interest rates are going up. The Fed has been pretty clear on signaling that they're raising interest rates. So, you know, bond funds, if you know anything about bond funds, that's not a great alternative or an option when interest rates are going up. And so there's just not a lot of great traditional investment options that people are able to participate in that are going to give them any yield. So, you know, you got to look at alternative assets and debt funds are a great solution for that, but, you know, not a lot of people are knowledgeable enough or, or comfortable enough to be participating in those types of asset classes. So hoping to do a deeper dive there. And we're also planning on and participating in that space and making it available to our, to our community. So. Well said, well said. Thank you for that. So most of the asset classes I, I mentioned, at least uh, the, the last few minutes are asset classes the fund is already invested in and mostly real estate focused. We are going to have a greater amount of investments in the structured debt to provide more immediate cash flow and liquidity to investors secured primarily by real estate. And potentially, we're actually looking at a, a bridge or hard money lending fund that focuses heavily on the cannabis space. It has nothing to do with the operations. They just lend on the real estate for cannabis operations in states where it's legal. And we're looking to provide likely double-digit returns on that asset class paid monthly. So we're excited about that. We're also going to cover a lot of stuff that I either do personally or I'm researching personally that are not as real estate focused. For example, I'm invested personally in in the ATM machine fund. And like many people right now are like, are you crazy with Venmo and PayPal? And are you taking a time machine? But it turns out the revenue from ATM machines is stable, if not growing. And it's just not typical. The community of our listeners is probably not the type of person using the ATM machine often. However, there are a lot of people and a lot of, for example, any government subsidy checks a lot of times go on a debit card now. So the underbanked or the unbanked often are given a debit card and are going to use the ATM machine at a McDonald's or a Walmart to take out $50. And that demographic is growing. So it seems counterintuitive. But it's been a solid cash flowing investment, earning back about 22% annual on my initial investment. With that said, it is a depreciating asset. So unlike real estate, in seven years or so, the typically the ATMs lose their lose most of their value. But it is a high cash flow investment. It's also great for taxes. The very first year, you can take 100% right down on your taxes. So if you have passive income, if you've sold a building, if you have a lot of capital gains or any large amount of passive income, it's a way to lower your tax bill and get your money back. Yeah, I'm involved in some pre-IPO or small cap company private lending as well. Similar to real estate, it's a syndication, but it's a syndicated loan and they convert at a discount to the stock price. So these are either very small companies with maybe a one, $2 stock price, or they're not listed publicly on NASDAQ, but they're listed on an over-the-counter exchange called OTC, or they're private companies that are about to go public, but these are not big name companies. So really niche We've got a great partner. I'm on my eighth or ninth deal. And something that you know, I'm going to share with the community is just something really unique and cool that's very niche that has you know, very solid returns. 
I'm based in Puerto Rico, yeah. so I'm surrounded by crypto people. <laughs> a lot of really smart people that are in all facets of the crypto space. When people think crypto, they think Bitcoin, maybe Ethereum or Dogecoin or some of the more Solana, you know, yeah. trendy coins. But there's actually a lot more going on with the technology. The decentralized finance area is really intriguing. NFTs. These are all just interesting areas that we're going to explore and we'll be learning alongside our audience and just putting some really, hopefully some really cool guests and some really cool information in front of our group. Yeah. There's a couple more well, you, there you, too you, that you, I think you didn't touch on. Maybe the oil and gas, the carbon capture stuff that we're going to be oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, uh, exploring yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in two oil and gas deals currently and we're looking at a carbon capture deal. So the oil and gas, similar to the ATM machines, it's actually a very strong in the depreciation for tax purposes. The crazy benefit of oil and gas is, you know, compared to anything else, is that you can still offset your active income. So I got into this because I have a bunch of friends that have high earning W-2 jobs, like they're doctors, lawyers. And then I also have some business owners that just own seven-figure businesses and really need additional write-offs. So, you know, I was curious, I dove in, I've done well personally on it. And now I'm educating some of my, uh, you know, hiring friends on different opportunities. And, you know, lastly, uh, you know, venture capital angel investing. I'm in a few small growing angel business, you know, businesses that I was an angel investor. And I'm also in a venture capital fund that with true venture capital, you make your money on maybe 10% to 20% of the deals are the big money makers and a lot of the other deals yeah, fail or lose money. So, you know, my take is if I'm going to be in a true venture investor, I need to be part of a fund because I need diversification. But I've done some unique things with smaller businesses that are closer to cash flow positive. Or, yeah, one more example is I'm in a, a fund that's called a search fund that buys existing businesses that are profitable. And, you know, their typical target is business that. The owner is is getting older and maybe doesn't have a family member to take it over, and they'll actually buy the business along with MBA from Harvard or Stanford that's looking to buy a business as opposed to work in a corporate world, and they'll buy the business together, install a, a great CEO, and, and try to grow the company. Or if a company is sometimes the companies are really just cash cows. The expectation for us is that we're going to be providing guests to the podcast here with a lot of fresh ideas on alternative assets that they can participate in that are sort of outside the mainstream that are super interesting and can provide great yields or great returns. And, and in many cases, are almost less risky than you know the traditional stocks and bonds. So that's super exciting. And I guess the, the other thing would be like, well, you know, Jack, why are you and I qualified to be sharing this or talking about this? Sure. That's a great question. And uh, you know, first and foremost, we're actively doing this with both our own money and our fund's money. So on top of the fact, all right, I have a Kellogg MBA, yeah. I've been in real estate for 20 years, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is we're active in doing this full time. And that's some of the key conversations that we've had with uh, you know, some of our investors as far as why they work with us. We're at multiple conferences a year. We're at masterminds. We're deep in the weeds, both reviewing deals, meeting sponsors, seeing new deals, the amount of... It's, it's our full-time focus. So... A lot of our investors that are even that are very savvy with investments just don't have the time to do the diligence and review and vet. And we're hoping to that's why we're qualified to do this. And we actually crowdsource some of it even from our current investors and current network. I mean, the name of the podcast is the Alternative Investor Mastermind. And uh, we look at this as uh, you know a mastermind as well. So 
we're taking some, you know, if there's a good investment opportunity that one of our investors has elsewhere and uh, they've had success, those are the go to the top of the list for us to review and, and present to other investors where it may make sense. So that's my two cents. And Will, let me know if you have anything to, to add on that, especially with the, I know you have a unique background, which I think adds to, uh, adds to this as well. Yeah. No, that's uh, it's all good stuff there, Jack. And I think it's important to note that Jack is putting his personal capital into a lot of these alternative assets. So personal experience, as well as we're going to, the intention is to also have experts within each one of these sort of niche alternative assets as guests. So in many cases, you know, we'll be learning alongside our guests, you know, specifics and getting into the weeds, but the intention is to bring the conversation to the forefront so that, you know, we're not just the only ones learning about it, but, but our guests of the podcast are also have the opportunity to, to hear the information as well, because it is not mainstream. And speaking to my background a little bit there, Jack, as a prior financial advisor, the traditional way of investing, you know, in stocks and bonds or mutual funds or wrap accounts and annuities and insurance, you know, that makes sense for a certain portion of your portfolio, but ultimately it's not going to really help you achieve wealth. I don't know anyone who's gotten super wealthy from advice from their financial advisor or wealth advisor. It's always small business owners or real estate investors or alternative assets that that have really led to people becoming wealthy. So I have some unique experience and take on what it looks like from the traditional mainstream point of view of, of products and services that people get pitched on a regular basis. And I'm hoping to bring to light, you know, these alternative assets are not as risky. I think there's this connotation that alternative assets or private real estate or oil and gas and all these alternative classes are risky. But the reality is that they actually are not that risky. You know, if you are knowledgeable in underwriting and betting uh, these opportunities, then they can actually be significantly less risky than putting your money in a mutual fund. So I bring that perspective to this and, and hope hope to be able to share a little bit more about that, you know, and those experiences as, as we go through this, some of our episodes. So that's awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for that. And lastly, look, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, just personal things we're doing, other personal hobbies. And uh, like many business owners, we have a lot of expenses and I'm really into points miles. I've been able to travel the world for close to free in business and first class and, and taken some amazing trips that I probably would have never taken if I had to sit in steerage. And so going to share some tips and tricks. A lot of our listeners are business owners and or probably have the ability to just take some of their current expenses and you know just use credit cards efficiently and more importantly, transfer the points efficiently. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the personal ways that I've you know been able to move Amex points to some of the obscure foreign programs and get really good deals to fly Cathay Pacific first class. I'd never eaten caviar at sea level until recently. I'd only eaten it on the airplane. So it's been really, really fun. And, and Will, I know you like yeah. to travel, you like to golf, you like to hunt. And yeah. uh, as we do this journey, we're hoping people just follow along and enjoy uh, hearing uh, what we're investing in, what we're doing, and hopefully engage with us as well. You know, We're on all the Social media platforms. We're on. We're, we're you know we're syndicated on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. We have a Facebook page, Instagram. So please engage with us and tell us what you're looking for, what you like, what you could care less about, and we're going to try to yeah you know, make sure we're bringing good content to the community. So we encourage you to please follow along on your platform of choice. Yeah, and try to have some fun with it too. You know, hoping that we can share some interesting, unique stuff in a casual, fun way. 
try to help bring more of this stuff to the forefront and you know a rising tide lifts all ships so super excited about it yeah absolutely absolutely i think this is probably a good time to conclude this episode well thanks as always for uh joining me as a co-host and as part of this yep. business and again please provide us a review on your platform of choice and we'll be back next week for another That's episode for this thanks episode everybody. Of alternative investor mastermind now that you know the many alternative opportunities out there all up for the taking you can finally become ultra connected and ultra wealthy get more valuable advice from the experts by subscribing to the show at alternativeinvestormastermind.com become a winner in the world of passive investing today in alternative investment strategies thank you for joining us until next time